WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. It is 8.30. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. Overlooked it. I'm going to do it this Missed it. My notes here or whatever. He's going to talk a little bit about another option for fishing here. And nice day here for that as well. The uh, Do a little trout fishing. I, we're start, I guess we're starting to get to that point now where, you know, might not be bad to bookend the sort of uh, day as far as uh, trout fishing anyway. At least, you know, if you wanted to get out there today anyway. Things will uh, change a little bit here with the uh, weather uh, in the coming days, but. Yeah, getting out there, uh, that wouldn't be bad uh, at all. Um, apparently, uh, looking at the report here from the Driftless Angler, that the uh, the heat, anyway, has sort of put the fish in a little funk, as they dis- describe it here, anyway. Um, water temperatures are up a little bit in some of the, uh, some of the creeks, so uh, just uh, uh, look for the shade and, and use your stream thermometer and, Trout just generally don't like the uh, the higher temperatures, and while you know 60s, you know, aren't necessarily don't seem necessarily you know high uh, water temperature wise or whatever, uh, trout are very sensitive to uh, to water temperature. Things are going to cool off, of course, uh, you know, as we move into uh, you know tomorrow and into next week and everything. But yeah, just uh, um, yeah, get out there and. That's certainly a uh, opportunity. Um, caddisfly uh, patterns are uh, uh, working pretty well right now. Um, tan and black, those colors. Uh, trout apparently are still doing well on foam flies with droppers uh, throughout the day as well. So uh, I like that idea as well. That uh, works for me. Anything that I can easily see when I'm <laughs> doing some fly fishing uh, uh Will always, uh, always work for me. Because, <laughs> man, it just yeah, it's hard for me to see, and usually you know harder for me to catch the uh, catch the trout. But it is a lot of fun, and it's certainly a fun challenge anyway. So that is certainly another option for you. Uh, is that, uh, and there are certainly plenty of uh, plenty of great streams to. Uh, to check out, oh heck, both sides of the uh, of the river as well. So, plenty of opportunities to uh, to go enjoy. Anyhow, I'm uh, getting uh, back to that as well. Also, want to mention too before I uh, before I forget too that uh, of course uh, and uh, had uh, Courtney Alcock on uh, last weekend uh, from the Omni Center too that the uh, Driftless Outdoor Show. Uh, is going well. It started yesterday and is uh, is going on today uh, as well. Uh, again, up at the uh, the Omni Center, free to get in. All sorts of things uh, going on up there. Plenty of uh, things to get up there and enjoy. Tons of vendors uh, for plenty of outdoor activities. Whether uh, you know hiking, biking, fishing, canoeing. All sorts of things that uh, are going on. So uh, things get underway here in uh, uh, well, a little less than a half hour. Um, opens up at uh, opens up at nine o'clock. Uh, all sorts of and, and again, it's a uh, you know for um, it's not just for adults; it's for uh, uh, kids uh, as well. So it, great family uh, event that 
everybody can enjoy. All sorts of things going on. Um, River Valley Rap, River Valley Raptors. Ah, easier to easier said than done, I guess. Apparently, uh, River Valley <laughs> River Valley Raptors uh, have a, pres- a couple of presentations going on, and uh, that's always kind of neat to see. Um, but yeah, things for adults, things for the kids. Um, but that uh, again is going on today. Free to get in up at the Omni Center. Uh, in Onalaska, and again, you know, tons of things to do up there, and see and check out, and that uh, it is uh, plenty of fun up there. And it just, you know, just kind of gets the old, you know, outdoor juices going, I guess, if you will, you know, for me anyhow. You know, just it's like, wow, oh, look at, you know, check out some of the the kayaks and. Man, now there's a sport that is really, whether it's just sort of, you know, kayak, you know, leisure kayaking, and that has really taken off here in the last few years. And certainly, you know, you look at something like kayak fishing, how that is just, that whole aspect of the sport has just um, grown leaps and bounds uh, in the past few years uh, is just, uh, just amazing and how much fun that is and uh, the opportunities there, you know, that just uh, is cool. So, I mean, you know, it's just, like I said, tons of things up there uh, to do, uh, plenty of things to uh, go enjoy and see and participate in and, you know, have fun. So don't forget, the, again, that's uh, that's going on today. Uh, it runs from, uh, you know, 9 until 5 up at the uh, up at the Omni Center there in, uh, in Onalaska. So... Uh, by all means, uh, swing on up there and uh, and go enjoy it. It's uh, a ton of fun. I think it'll be a. Uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Like I said, it, you know, plenty of fun things to uh, uh, to do up there and go enjoy. Uh, now let's kind of get to the topic of the day here, real quick. I just want to uh, uh, touch on this a little bit here too. Um, you know, we, you know, touch on the uh, the crappies during the fishing report here too of that. We're getting well. We're kind of getting into that area there where the uh, the crappies are um, getting into that spawning area here, and and you know we're not. Uh, I don't think we're all that far away, and and certainly um, you know, they're they're looking to do their thing, and and uh, you know once they've kind of finished their thing. Uh, you know, they're going to maybe scatter around a little bit, maybe move to their summer haunts. And, you know, you, you kind of maybe think that once they finish their spawn, eh, maybe makes it a little e- or a little more difficult to find them and, and catch them, right? Eh, no, nah, not, re- not really. It really isn't. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of really the same old, you know, paper mouse that love to gobble a nicely presented lure, whether it's a, minnow or a chunk of night crawler what have you when you drop it down in front of them um you know you just have to know where to look really um so let's kind of go over a few places where to uh uh find them and and maybe a few techniques on on you know how to present things to the fish Uh, it's more than just you know dropping a lure in the water it really is first is um kind of want to present anyway is a uh uh, slow trolling crankbait. Uh, 
um, that's one way to it, certainly one way anyway to to, uh, to help cover a lot of water and uh, I guess really either you know find the find the bite or eliminate water in a uh, relatively efficient manner um, and I guess if you think about it you know maybe before doing that and, and really you know uh, any of these techniques good idea is to maybe kind of move through the area if you can and you know get a look at it you know with your uh, with your electronics um, you know you're not necessarily pulling out the rods yet just trying to get an idea of you know what your path will be what uh, you know get an idea of what the structure looks like uh, what the depth is you know contours um, of whatever you're fishing whether it's a, a lake or a river uh, you know that sort of thing um, you know it, it takes just maybe a couple of minutes um, but it can kind of help dial in your game plan uh, for, you know, what you're doing for the day. Um, okay, so you've done that now, and now let's kind of get the get get the program going here. Um, you know, after the crappies sort of finish spawning, um, they'll often move back out to to drop offs near their spawning beds, and you know these areas can be you know anywhere from nine to 20 feet of water, depending on the body of water, uh, you know, that they're inhabiting, um, you know, oftentimes, you know, these fish are not necessarily holding tight to the bottom, uh, kind of, which is where the idea of, of, uh, you know, a smaller little crankbait comes in, you know, and you're working that trolling motor kind of slow. Uh, moving through those areas where, uh, you know, maybe where areas like, you know, little feeder streams or creeks come into those rivers or lakes or, uh, you know, whatever body of water it happens to be. Um, deeper flats areas are also a spot to sort of slowly move through. Um, you know, you can move through the open water area, I guess, and maybe, you know, uh, tick the bottom a little bit once in a while, uh, at the top edge of a drop-off, um, you know, or work your way kind of down the contour of the drop-off or on succeeding passes. Um, now, if, you know, you happen to be a live bait fan, you know, I suppose you can kind of slow troll uh, the same way with, you know, a nice minnow. Just make sure that it's, you, know, you keep it sort of fresh and lively uh, as well. Um, the other thing, too, uh, another idea is... Uh, Maybe try uh, something that's uh, another thought is uh, Kentucky rig for crappies. Uh, and if you're not necessarily familiar with it, um, think of it sort of as a, a smaller version of a drop shot rig. Um, got a little sinker on the end of the line with a couple of hooks, you know, one or two uh, further up the line at different depths. Um, and what you, you know, you can kind of set them at whatever particular depth you know, or lengths, whatever you, you know, you want to, um, that's up to you. Um, I've seen him with the uh, dropper line right at the bottom, you know, up a foot, another foot, you know, one, two, three feet, however you want to, uh, you know, spread them out. Just depends on the, the nature of the cover. Um, you know, again, it depends on the body of water that, you know, you happen to be fishing. Um, but when you tie this rig, you know, you tie in the dropper line using a piece of mono since it's got a little stretch on it. Um, 
can also make for a little bit more lively minnow presentation, which, you know, can be a good thing. Um, using maybe like an Aberdeen hook, size 2 at the end of the dropper line. Um, and uh, by the way, the uh, the dropper line doesn't have to be all that all that long. Um, anywhere from yeah, 6 to 12 inches. Um, again, it might necessarily kind of depend on what the, the, the cover is as well or what you're fishing. Um, you don't want to make it too long so that it might get hung up. You know, it just depends on, on again, some of the, the particular environmental factors that of the area that you you know you happen to be fishing um you just don't want to you know run the risk of that minnow kind of putting it in an area perhaps maybe when you know you get the idea anyway <coughs> nothing fancy but it can give you some options um that that rig this rig setup anyway um you can present it a couple of different ways. One is using that slow trolling method. Again, you know, you can give that an idea. Um, you know, again, where you put the dropper lines makes a difference in that you'll, you know, move it through cover and you'll stay above the cover without getting snagged, yet still remain in the strike zone for the fish. You know, if you've marked fish on the depth finder, you know, using this method can help you find at what depths the most active fish are at too. It can also be used uh, as a way to, to help sort out the larger ones from the smaller ones uh, as well. Um, and then once you found the fish, then the other way to use that rig uh, is as a you know straight up and down presentation. Just drop it over the side of the boat and you know fish it that way. Just you know no trolling, nothing like that. Just you're parked and away you go. Uh, it'll work, you know, obviously as a vertical presentation and you know as a uh, and, and and you know also if there's heavy structure trees weeds whatever whatnot uh we're obviously trolling is impossible so um and you've got the advantage there of some precision with that uh type of vertical presentation so and you can also, you know, you don't have to use it with minnows either. You can use this type of rig with, you know, plastics as a way to, to change things up. Um, I suppose, you know, you can put a chunk of night crawler on there as well. You know, you know however, you know, you can bait it up, bait it up however you want. Um, I guess really if you think about it. Um, you know, maybe a tube jig or something however you want. Um, whatever type of uh, particular plastic you, you want to try, you know. The fish obviously will tell you what type of plastic they you know they prefer that day. Oh, excuse me, um, and of course they will uh, <laughs> they will tell you, uh, you know, Monday they'll tell you that hey white works really well and Tuesday instead of white it'll be you know green or chartreuse or what you know what I mean yeah they, they're very good at uh, changing their minds but anyway. So you get kind of get the idea. That's not a bad, uh, a not not a bad way to do it. Uh, again, you know, those are just a couple of options for uh, for finding success for finding summer crappie, and you know, that's uh, again an option for you. Um, a couple of other notes too. Uh, you know, when you do get bit, um, just remember you don't need to you know haul off and and you know 
whale on the line as well. Just, uh, you know, just be firm, but you know, you, you don't you don't need to you know be like the you know the 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 bass fisherman and just you know like you know you're you're <laughs> hauling in a you know a forty pound fish. It's it's not like that. Uh, crappies have sensitive mouths. They're they're called paper mouths for a reason. Um, a power set will just you know pretty much kind of you know tear out the hook a lot of times. Another piece of advice too. Um, you know, one that's always good for regardless of what you're uh, fishing for, just make sure that you've got some kind of uh, plug knocker, what have you, uh, especially if you're fishing uh, crappie cover, <laughs> at least for me anyway, or, you know, seeing it, uh, it you know, just kind of watching it, it's like, man, uh, you always are going to get hung up and some of the videos that I've watched too, it's like, wow, <laughs> you know they've, you know, you know they've edited that out where it's like, yeah, you get hung up. So, just have, uh, have, have something to, to <laughs> save the rig anyway. So, uh, keep your lure, or what have you. Uh, make sure you got that ready to go too. So uh, that is just a, a little piece of advice and something to uh, to think about there too. That's uh, just a nice, simple. Um, Easy to put together a rig, um, you know. Obviously, the, those uh, those little crankbaits. Uh, always seeing more and more of those um, out on the shelves as well. Whether and from different manufacturers uh, all the time, and you know, I think those are uh, um, really starting to become a little bit more effective in terms of uh, you know different patterns, different colors, uh, you know, just different. Uh, different possibilities there for uh uh catching fish and uh i really kind of like some of those those little crankbaits those are kind of fun to use uh especially with uh with lighter gear uh, just offer something uh, a little bit uh, a little bit different style of presentation to uh to the fish that i don't think they've uh, they've seen before so anyway it is uh, 8 49 i'm going to take a short break and be back in a moment as WKTY Outdoors continues in just a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. 